Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. A Dream Mason is a person who's brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. I know we all have a Dream Mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner Dream Mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. Thanks for being here, guys. Today, we are going to talk about choices. The choosers will inherit the earth. Viktor Frankl said, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Choice is everything. I will say it again. Choice is everything. Choosing is the source of your life. Choosing determines everything about your life. Choosing integrates into all areas, from your health to your relationships to your jobs. But the most critical area where you will experience the biggest impact and feel the power of choice is in your life and how you relate to your life and how you actually experience the life you're living. What I mean by relate to your life and experience your life is events happen. Circumstances are occurring all the time. The good, the bad, the wins, the tragedy, the feelings that show up. Life is an absolute onslaught of things happening to you, those around you, those close to you, those not so close to you, your enemies, your friends, everyone. And you get to choose how you relate and experience the things that happen. You get to choose how you're going to be when you get cut off in traffic. Will it ruin your day? Will you blow it off? You get to choose if you will take losing a job or losing a client as an opportunity or a tragedy. You get to choose to find opportunity in a winter storm or find it a hindrance. Nothing is inherently bad or good, hard or easy. Things just are. Divorce isn't bad or good. It's just divorce. Losing a job isn't bad or good. It's just losing a job. Falling in love isn't good. It's just falling in love. Nothing inherently has meaning. We as humans ascribe meaning to all things. And we do it reliably and consistently all the damn time. And likely we do it the way we always do it. Positive people choose to find positive opportunities in all situations. Negative people find what's wrong and use it to prove their story about how things don't go their way and make that the true reality of their life. I recently met someone who truly believes that God hates them. They really believe this. Now they have plenty of really challenging and difficult situations in their life. These situations have been challenging, they're heartbreaking, and they have made the choice to believe that God hates them. Now anything that happens, whether they're late for work, a pipe bursts in their house, a woman doesn't call them back to go further with a romance, will be evidence that God hates them. They will even likely not notice all the times in their day where nothing bad is happening which is all the time. Successful people see opportunities in everything. Sad people choose to find sadness in everything. 
you are not inherently positive, sad, angry, successful, or anything else. You are what you practice. You are what you believe. And what you believe are just the thoughts you keep thinking, aka what your mind is practicing. I believe choice is what separates those that are living lives they love, lives they are excited about, lives of possibility, enjoyment, fulfillment, and satisfaction from those that are living lives of complaints, regrets, being victimized, wanting things to be different, blaming others for their problems, and waiting for something to happen. The thing about choice is it instantly makes us responsible. Think about the last restaurant you went to or the last movie you saw. While you can't control how the food was cooked or how the movie was made, if the experience was great, you created it as it was your choice to be there. You chose to make the experience a reality for you, but more so, you also chose to give it meaning and notice the meaning that you gave it. If the food was terrible or the movie was boring, you also get to own that because you chose that movie or that meal. And you're now making meaning of what those things meant. And now you're noticing those meanings. Why is this good? Well, it's not really good, but why is this helpful in our lives? Because this is where true power in our existence lies. When we choose, we have the power to choose and choose again and again and again and choose again. We also get to be intentional about what meaning we're making and what we're placing our attention on. Choosing requires practice. Think about the people you know that can't choose or don't like to make choices. Well, there's nothing wrong with them, but they always seem to be in the impact or the effect of situations and other people. What this means is that they're leading basically a victim-driven existence. Now, nobody wants to be called a victim, and most people that aren't choosing likely don't think of themselves as victims. But think about it this way. If things go well, lucky them. If things don't go well, they're the victim of the circumstances. They have little or no power. And the funny thing is, they actually did choose. They chose not to choose. They chose to be in the impact of others' choices, and they chose, maybe not intentionally, but chose to be a victim. Some people think this is great. Without responsibility, they don't have to be at fault. They can complain and blame others. I suppose that's fine. Again, there's nothing inherently good or bad. However, it just doesn't sound like a fun place to live. Frankly, it sounds miserable. And look, we all do it. Nobody is running around taking 100% responsibility for their lives all the time. We are human, valuable, and imperfect. So we can create lives of choice and still at times not choose, default to others, feel victimized, or even blame others. Viktor Frankl, in his literary masterpiece, A Man's Search for Meaning, says, Ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of his life is, but rather he must recognize that it is he who is asked. In a word, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. Every day we wake up, we have the option to take responsibility for our lives through the choices we get to make. We might not think we do, but we do. We have the choice to shower, to brush our teeth. You even have the choice to drink water and get out of bed. You have the choice to go to work, to get there on time or not on time. 
You have the choice to feed your kids, to be nice to your partner, to spend the whole morning watching TV and eating candy. You have the choice to pay bills. You also have the choice to punch someone in the face for no reason, to vote, to protest, to drive fast or drive slow, to call people, to embrace your feelings, to be responsible for how your life is going. You have the choice to judge and criticize others or just to sleep all day long. And if you're a prisoner, which likely no one listening to this is, you do still have choices. You get to choose how you think about things. Those of you who will be using this as an argument, that's cool, but notice that isn't your life. You aren't in a prison or in bondage, so thanks for arguing for argument's sake, and we'll even touch on this later. But you have hundreds of choices each day and every day, and you have the choice about how you will relate to things you did or didn't choose. You also get to choose if you'll find the gold in a boring office meeting. You have choices whether you will relate to your aging parent with compassion or anger. You have the choice to love everyone for no reason at all or to hate everyone for all the evidence you have from your past. Choice is actually the only thing that can never be taken away from us. It is the only thing that we always have as long as we have a brain that functions. This will sound extreme, but there are people out there that have everything taken from them. Maybe they were kidnapped, falsely imprisoned, or maybe they lost the use of their bodies through an accident. Now, regardless of the situation, they still have choices. You could be paralyzed from the neck down and make a choice that enables you to learn, have relationships, and find satisfaction and fulfillment in life. You could also choose to be depressed, do nothing, and complain about the circumstances that have taken your life. I'm not saying this choice is easy, but it exists. You can choose to use your past and your history as evidence for your beliefs. You can become an advocate and a fighter to prove everyone that based on how things have gone in the past is how things will go in the future. Or you can choose to let go of the past, let go of circumstances and excuses, and choose to create a new and powerfully intentional life. Your life is a series of choices, one after another, after another. And most of us would rather not see that. We'd rather blame all the bad bosses, the criminals, the president, the NRA, the conservatives, or the liberals. We'd like to blame our parents, our partners, our kids, our upbringing, society, and history. And why not? It's way easier. It takes way less effort to point the finger at other things than to have to take responsibility for the way our own lives are playing out. It's hard to say my life sucks because I'm a victim. It's hard to look in the mirror and say I'm fat, not because my genes or my thyroid, but because I actually don't love myself and I refuse to make choices like eating really, really well and exercising that would have me create a different result. I'm not saying that your genes or thyroid don't have an impact, but there are choices that can be made that would result in a different outcome. You might not like those choices, but there are those choices and they still exist. It's really hard to look at ourselves and say, it's not our boss's fault or it's not the client's fault, but it's actually us. We're the only ones we can hold responsible for our own lives. I mean, it's our life. Who else is there to actually take responsibility? Viktor Frankl said, and there are always choices to make every day every hour, 
offered the opportunity to make a decision, a decision which determined whether you would or would not submit to those powers which threatened to rob you of your very self, your inner freedom, which determined whether or not you would become the plaything of circumstances, renouncing freedom and dignity to become molded into the form of the typical inmate. If you don't like this, if you don't like what I'm saying, or if you want to disagree, it's totally fine. And you might consider hearing this might be the thing that shifts the experience in your life that you're having right now. If you want to blame others, your bosses, parents, the government, everyone else, society, whomever, you are a victim. Plain and simple. Sorry, but not sorry. So are you a victim? Do you think of yourself as a victim? Do you complain about how things are? Do you blame others for your problems or issues in your house, city, state, or in the world? Could things just be different if someone else did blank or if circumstances changed? Some of you might be saying, yes, I am. And guess what? That is a choice also. You get to make the choice of how you are being and how you are relating to yourself in your own life. Now that you see it, you get to choose if you'll continue to be a victim or be that way, or you can choose to change things. And you don't have to. It's up to you, 100% up to you. It's your life. Oh, that's another choice. If you're saying you aren't a victim, let's check. Are you happy? Are you working a job you love and are passionate about? Are you fulfilled and satisfied in your life? Are you in a relationship that lights you up, that you deeply connect, that you are willing to be vulnerable and comfortable in? Are there things you want to be doing that you aren't? Are you doing the work to create the life, the career, and move your desires forward? I don't care what your answers are. But consider it's all about why that will determine if you're living a life that lacks choice in being a victim. If you aren't happy because you're consciously choosing to be angry and that's what you want, great. It sounds sucky, but it's your life and who am I to judge? But if you aren't happy because of something outside of you, you are being the victim of those things, people, or circumstances. If you aren't doing things you want to be doing because you choose to sit and watch TV, that's cool and that's your choice. But if you whine because you don't have enough money, because it's hard in our society to start something new or to raise money, or if because people won't support you, or because you're from a family that is this or that, or because of your age, your weight, your race, your gender, or anything outside of yourself, you're being a victim. And you have the ability to make new choices to change that. Frederick Nischke, I can't pronounce that, I'm a victim to that last name, said, he who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. Frederick Nischke? <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing here. I'm trying. Uh, you guys know who I'm talking about. I want to say it again. He who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. What I love about this is that most of us don't know how to change or create the lives we want. If we did, we'd be doing those things. But the thing is, nobody knows how. JFK didn't know how to put men on the moon. 
Neither did NASA, for that matter, when he declared it almost 10 years before it happened. Steve Jobs didn't know how to invent an iPhone before he envisioned it or even before Apple actually invented it. Obama didn't know how to become the first African-American president when the idea was first floated. Elon Musk didn't know how to do or create most of the amazing things he's developed when he first envisioned them. But he, like almost anyone else who's created anything new, different, powerful, impactful, life-changing, didn't worry about how. But they started making choices that aligned with the vision that they had. They chose powerfully and refused to be victimized by those that seemed to be opposing them. And they made choices that created possibilities which would lead to the outcomes they desired. I recently read this quote. We misperceive reality and then seek to justify it. We erect a myriad number of philosophies, psychologies, and theories to prove that the misconception is true. Thanks, Dr. Kenneth Glapnick. To me, this quote sums up everything about life. We've decided how life works. Then we spend our time proving this truth to be a reality. What's amazing is you can change these things. You can choose to change what you believe. You can choose to change what you are an advocate for. You can choose how you show up in the world. And you can choose how you relate to people, situations, and circumstances. You can choose. So go choose. Choose powerfully. Choose often. And choose in service of the things you most want. Here are five ways to practice choosing. Number one, so exercising, your muscles start small. You don't walk into a gym and start bench pressing 500 pounds your first day. You likely don't even start bench pressing 200 pounds your first day. Those were things that we work up to, that we create through daily practices, routines, and the muscles grow to support us from those practices. So growing and expanding our choosing muscles works the same way. Practice choosing things with daily intention. Start small. Like what time you'll go to sleep or wake up. Make choices off menus at restaurants or what you'll have for dinner at home with intention and in alignment with your diet or health commitments. This is a great place to anchor all these practices. Think about what you're committed to, things like health, friendship, helping others, kindness, relationships, or joy and start practice making choices that support those commitments. Number two, practice not saying, I don't know. I get it, sometimes we actually don't know things, but instead of saying it and defaulting to a phrase that stops everything dead in its tracks, choose something, possibly choose to try something new or different and just see what happens. If it doesn't work, well that's the beauty of choice. You can learn from it and choose again. You can choose again and again and again. You don't run out of choosing power. Number three, another thing to simply do is just try and notice all the times you aren't choosing in your life. Get really mindful. Pay attention to your daily habits, your daily activities, and your patterns, and get clearer on where you are choosing and where you are actually just operating from habits, patterns, or as I like to really say, autopilot. For example, you wake up in the morning, you flip over, you hit your alarm or your phone, you grab your phone, you scroll through Facebook or the internet or Instagram, you pick yourself up, you go to the bathroom, 
get yourself cleaned up, you brush your teeth, you walk out, you throw on coffee, you put on whatever you mindlessly always put on, you're watching the news or whatever you watch in the morning. All those things are fine. Are you doing them with intention or are you simply rolling over, grabbing the phone and then going through the patterns? Or is it an actual choice like picking up my phone and doing this to start the day actually serves me in living the life that I want to live? For so many of us, we're just going through the motions. We're not actually choosing with intention. Some great places to practice choosing for number four is in choosing how you want to relate to other people. Choose to be extra compassionate to a friend or an aging parent. Choose to be extra helpful at home with your partner. Choose to listen more and talk less. Choose to go further than you normally would with a project at work. Choose to dress with intention instead of just throwing on whatever you normally throw on. Choose to find one positive thing a day that you've never noticed. Or choose to be positive for one hour or maybe two hours or maybe even a whole day. Choose to not complain for an entire day, maybe a week or a month. Choose to make a new friendship or choose to try something that scares you. The idea here is that you can have things and relationships go differently if you make intentional choices and then show up intentionally different to have those things go the way you want. If you have some facility with choice, number five is going to be great for you. So if you've been practicing for a while and you want to start making some big choices, this could be declaring to get into a relationship, leave a relationship, quit a job, start a job, generate a new business, move, travel, anything that feels bigger and scarier. Anything you want, but you notice you've been resisting. Those big things. Practice choosing those now. And then, because they're bigger, choose some accountability structures as well as some actions that will help you achieve the thing that you just chose. So instead of just choosing it and hoping and maybe needing to being able to control the little thing, actually choose it and design actions to support you in getting there and accountability structure so you don't let yourself down. Those are five ways that you can increase and improve your choosing muscles. I hope you got value from this episode. Please share with me what you got from the exercises. Please always feel free to reach out and connect with me. And remember, choice is yours. It's the one thing that you have. You can, it can never be taken away from you. And you have the power to impact your life and any situation simply through your power of choice. So I'm going to take it back full circle and I'm going to leave you with this. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing. The last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. So go find your own way and choose it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.
Just a little bit of 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 a little b